Hi everyone, my name is Joseph Michael. Today I wanted to discuss Serenity. So that's the movie that was the pseudo second season for the show Firefly, created by Josh Whedon. So I already did discuss Firefly. That was a, a Western space sci-fi that ran from, uh, but I believe September 2001 and to December 20th, 2002. The movie Serenity came out August 22nd, 2005. So it took about three years for the movie to come out. Despite the show Firefly only having one season, it did generate a cult following and a lot of fans are hoping for a, uh, for a continuation of the series itself for another season. We did not get that obviously, what we got instead was this movie, Serenity. Uh, and personally, I did not start watching Firefly. I started with the movie first and then I went back to the show. When I discovered that the movie was based on the show, I was actually surprised about that. And it was a really pleasant surprise because I ended up really enjoying the TV show as well. So, um... That's essentially the quick history of the movie. It only came to be because fan, there was a fan reaction and eventually Fox, I believe it was Fox, he finally caved in a little bit and gave money to Josh Whedon to create this film. All the characters do return and what's really cool is that uh, there's, all the characters do return and there's only one quote unquote new character who serves as the villain. The villain doesn't really have a name, he's just known as the operative. Um, unfortunately, I do not have the... who was in the film... Oh, uh, oh my goodness, excuse me, I'm going to mispronounce this name. The individual who played the operative was Chiwito um, Ijofor. Excuse me again, I know I didn't mispronounce that. Uh, but really quickly, it's spelled C-H-I-W-E-T-E-L. That's the first name, and the last name is E-J-I-O-F-O-R. And then, of course, the rest of the main cast returns. We have Nathan Fillion as Malcolm Reynolds. We have uh, River, uh, uh, Summer Glau, excuse me, as River Tam. Uh, Sean Mayer, who plays Simon Simon Tam, River's brother, uh, Morana Back Back Backlin. Excuse me, I mispronounced that as well. B a c c a r i n. Anora. They also played uh, a girl from Destiny Two. Alan Tudyk, T u d y k, um, who played Wash. Uh, Jenna Torres, who also played uh, who plays Zoe, but also played the. Uh, Warlock Vanguard, uh, Akora in Destiny 2. I forgot to mention Nathan Fillion also was Kate 6 in Destiny 2. Um, uh, Joe Statie, who plays Kaylee. <laughs> um, uh, Adam Bodwin, who plays Jane Cobb. And then, of course, uh, last but not least, uh, Ron, Ron Glass, who plays Shepard Book. And we do have another character who plays David Crumbrance excuse me, who plays Mr. Universe. So pardon me, I, I don't usually do all the actor's name, but since I did it with the operative, I'm already on this page, I decided, you know what, why not? But this is a great segue. Even though it's a movie, Josh Whedon did such a great job of making these extra characters, so the operative and Mr. Universe, they feel as if they've always been part of the Firefly uh, world building or the, or, the, or the context, which is really cool. If these characters had appeared in the, in the show itself, it would not have surprised me. Uh, in other words, what I'm trying to say is, is that the story arc for the movie really does feel organic and natural overall to the Firefly narrative as a whole. Uh, and that's great. And that's something I really do appreciate this movie. And I didn't have the benefit of foresight because I've seen the movie. This was about my third or fourth time seeing this film. And I've seen the show about three to four times as well. Or maybe two to three times. Uh, I have the benefit of getting, uh, of being familiarized with these characters, being familiarized with the world that they're living in, right? And I really do, uh, uh, every time I rewatch Serenity, there's just something that I, I, there's not something new that I'm discovering, there's just something that I'm enjoying about it. 
And that's what makes it such a fun movie. From the very beginning when it starts, it feels like we're, we're, for those people who haven't seen it yet, it feels like you're going to be in for an interesting ride with these peculiar, unique individuals. But for those of you who have seen the movie, it feels like you're going back to a, a, a company that you're familiar with, right? As nerdy as it sounds, like you're seeing friends that you haven't seen in a while. Uh, it, it, the beginning movie of this, the first scene of this movie is essentially just the ship starts falling apart. And Captain Reynolds is like, what's happening to my ship? And Wash is trying to, he, everything is fine, right? <laughs> Even though Serenity is falling apart, what makes the ship so beloved is the fact that we know, oh, excuse me. Sorry about that, everyone. That was a bit embarrassing, sorry. Um, despite Serenity um, uh, being an older ship, we know she's not going to give up on the crew, right? Uh, and I think that's really a little bit symbolic. The ship is falling apart at the beginning of the movie, kind of representing that these characters, they've been living their quote-unquote lives, right? Despite the audience not being a part of the, uh, of, the, of the world building for three years since there was only one season, I think it's easy to believe in our minds, uh, utilizing imagination, obviously, that these characters, they were not doing anything for those three years. They were still having their, their adventures. They were still having their... Uh, um, their ploys and plots and everything like that, right? Uh, Mr. Universe is not a new character. It's a new character for the audience, but in terms of the characters, he's an individual that they're really comfortable with. They've communicated with him before. They already have a relationship. And again, it's believable. It doesn't feel forced. And that's part of what makes, uh, that's part of what's, what builds the movie's charm. Um, I do have notes right here to make sure I go over everything I do want to discuss. So the villain, what makes this movie so great is not just because we get to turn with the cast that we love, but I'm not going to lie, the operative, he's a fantastic villain. He's not your traditional, um, uh, I'm, an, I'm the villain, so I need to do bad things. He recognizes that he works for a government, the Alliance, that uh, he, he essentially um, washes his hands. He believes since he's serving a greater quote-unquote good, which is the Alliance, that the actions that he does, even if it does cause misery and violence, uh, it's worth it because the end goal is creating a better unified, uh, 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 well, I was going to say place for people to live in, but more specifically, he's creating a unified uh, uh, governance for the government to more easily manage the populace, right? I don't mean to, ma I don't mean to make that sound negative or I'm trying to make that sound neutral uh, because obviously there's a, if there's people in power who do have the community in mind, that would be a good thing, right? But I would argue that's not necessarily true in the world of Firefly. Uh, the Alliance doesn't necessarily have the benefits of the, uh, of the populace in mind. They're just trying to push forward their own agendas. And what's so cool about this world building is that during the show, we kind of get the inkling that again, this is not your utopian world. This is more, maybe not as extreme as Warhammer 40k. Or, uh, or or Destiny's world, but I would argue that the world of Firefly is closer to being a uh, grim dark than it is one's typical uh, utopian um, positive reality. And part of what some of the evidence that we get from this is through the dialogue, for example, Parliament. So Parliament is aware of the of the of the of the um, immoral actions that the government is doing, and the operative he's upholding. Uh, what Parliament wants. So it's not just the quote president or the uh, uh, in the UK, what do you call it? Um, Prime Minister or the head of state. It's also the head of state in addition to support from other members who are who have high power, who are up there in the hierarchy. Um, so yeah, so the operative, he, he's a great villain. I'm going to jump ahead. So if you don't want any spoilers, what I love so much about this film is the fact that the main villain is not killed. Uh, Malcolm Reynolds forces him to View a film. So 
Uh, what other evidence do we have that this government is not for the people? The creation of the Reavers. So for those who watch the show, you know who the Reavers are. For those who don't know who they are, they're a group of people during the show were led to believe that they're just a group of people who are cannibalistic. Uh, they murder. Uh, they do heinous acts. Uh, it's kind of implied they do sexual acts as well. Uh, well, not kind of, it is implied. They're just a group of devious uh, uh, people. They do horrible actions, but we don't know where they came from. They just kind of hint that Reavers have slowly been encroaching uh, upon Alliance space and kind of getting more numerous. But again, we don't know the origins of Reavers. People just kind of believe that it's a myth about space. It's not real. Or it's just um, uh, what happens when one spends too much time in space, the, the negative effects of space. We discover in this movie that, in fact, the Reavers was created by the Alliance. So there was a planet called Miranda. And on this planet, Miranda, the Alliance utilized these... A, a, a project uh, where they wanted to see if they could control the populace via um, not bioterrorism but through biotechnology. There we go, there we go biotechnology. So they inserted a, a, um, a, an airborne uh, um, well project, because it's the morning, I'm, I'm a lapse of judgment, excuse me everyone, but since they utilized an airborne, um, uh, again, at a, a bio project, we go an airborne bio project, uh, everyone kind of just gave up. They didn't eat anymore, they didn't go to work. It's kind of implied they just did what they did, but nothing beyond that. So they did go to work, but they didn't feed themselves, they didn't take care of themselves, they just let themselves die. Um, and that's what happens to the planet Miranda. Uh, the individuals, they just let themselves die, they starved to death, they were not uh, drinking, and they just died, and they all look quote-unquote peaceful. And the cast, the crew, the crew of Serenity, they're all shocked about what's going on. Uh, but we also discover that a small percentage of the population, I believe they say it about 5%, um, maybe even less than that, they had the opposite effect. Rather than becoming extremely passive and extremely docile, what occurred instead was the opposite of that. They became extremely, uh, and, uh, extremely uh, antagonistic uh, and very violent. And that's where the Reavers came from. So the Reavers was actually a creation from the government and Malcolm Reynolds, when he discovers this, so what's so cool about this movie is that it really does focus on, um, on what guides an individual, not so much spirituality in terms of religion, but spirituality in terms of the individual's guiding light. And the book, uh, the book, the character, uh, Shepard book, he asks Malcolm Reynolds, what do you believe in? And Re Malcolm Reynolds states that he's not in here for a sermon. And book gets upset and says, just because I'm talking about what do you believe in, I'm not talking about God. What do you the individual, the person, what do you believe in? And by the end of this film, Malcolm Reynolds, he realizes that he believes in, I, I would argue, community. He believes in giving the individual the opportunity to make their own decisions. So he broadcasts this video recording of what occurred on Miranda, utilizing Mr. Universe's, mis, utilizing Mr. Universe's technology, and he broadcasts it out to the, 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 uh, well, yeah, the galaxy. And he doesn't kill the operative, he has the operative to view the video. And what's so cool is that the operative, instead of sticking to his guns and thinking to himself, well, you know what? This is for the betterment of the people. This is what the Alliance wants. He recognizes and realizes that maybe he wasn't working for the greater good. In fact, maybe he was helping to maintain a status quo uh, that was leaning more towards negativity than neutrality. And um, he helps the crew of Serenity. Uh, they're not friends, mind you. Uh, Malcolm Reynolds even tells him, if I see you again, I might be liable to kill you. Um, and the operator tells him he will never see me again. But again, if the show ever did come back, it wouldn't surprise me if he did come back for an episode 
or two, and I would not have minded whatsoever. Uh, the movie is really great. And I highly recommend it. If you have not watched Firefly, it's still a great movie, a great, uh, enter a, a great entertaining time. Uh, after watching the movie, you might be uh, encouraged to watch Firefly the series, the TV series. And if you do want to do that, I highly encourage you guys to do so. Both properties are just a lot of fun with the cast of characters that one loves to get to know. And they do hope that they get to spend more time with them. Fortunately, that's not to be, right? Again, only one season and one movie, but they do such a great job of tying up, um, not all the loose ends, but tying up most ends that one feels like they have a conclusive story. And what's pretty cool is that the Reavers was a pretty big part of the first, well, a pretty big mystery of the first season. When I said part, that sounds more like it's part of the narration, but I would say that it was one of the uh, grander mysteries. And it's pretty cool that we got to explore where they came from. Um, let me look at my notes, make sure everything is here. Oh no, I hit it when I do this. I can't, I can't read. I put, oh, <laughs> villain doesn't die. <laughs> I was reading it as William, but William doesn't die. Who's William? It's actually villain, okay? Don't be like me, everyone. Uh, I, I write really messy. Um, but I do my best to make sure I, I could at least understand it. Obviously, that was not the instance here. Uh, all in all, I do think that's everything I wanted to discuss. So really quickly, spoilers. There are two characters who do die. If the, river, the show ever did come back. And I think out of this movie, I think Josh Whedon knew that the likelihood of getting another movie, another season was very slim. So that's why he made that choice to uh, remove two of the characters. Just to, I think, add some extra fanality. Excuse me, I can't pronounce words sometimes. Uh, to the series, to the story that he was trying to tell. And the two characters that pass away are um, are, are, are Wash. Uh, his, his, actually, I like the line so much, I want to make sure I don't just paraphrase it. He states, I am a leaf on the wind, uh, watch how I soar. And he states that because he navigates serenity in such a way where it looks like they're going to crash that and everything's going to be horrible, but he's able to, of course, land serenity. Um, and once he lands it, he looks at the crew behind him. He says, oh, I am a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. And right before he finishes that statement, unfortunately, uh, the Reavers came to attack and uh, a harpoon uh, got attached to his chest. And so Wash passes away. And Chipper Book is another character who unfortunately passes away due to the operative. Uh, once the operative realizes that he can't get to the crew of Serenity, he goes after anyone who supported or harbored the crew of Serenity. Uh, so he just went after essentially anyone who's ever helped uh, the, the main cast. And it was a pretty sad moment, especially if someone has watched the first season. Because again, you know that these characters have relationships, not just with the people on the ship, Serenity, but with on other communities, other moons, other planets as well. And um, they did a great job. When I say they, I mean Josh Reed and the writers. They did a great job with uh, the characters' deaths. It felt very impactful. But at the same time, it didn't feel like it was a waste. Uh, so even though we never got a continuation of the story itself, I do believe we, we got a great conclusion to this, um, to the world of uh, the verse that these characters live in. I say the verse because that's a slang term that uh, the characters use within the show and the movie as well. Um, so if you've seen the movie, let me know. If you haven't, uh, I hope that this video encouraged you to check it out at the very least. And to also watch the show too. Um, thank you so much for watching, everyone. I hope you have a great day and that you take care as well. Bye-bye.